0: I haven't really considered how I'm going to structure this. So I'm just going to bur- blur it this out. So this is the first time we've all been together this, this year. I've literally just got back from, from Bali yesterday. And for context, I wanted to do a content piece of the most unbelievable experience over the last couple of weeks and what it means and it's going to be called overcoming addiction and the meaning of that will become fairly obvious as we as we go through this so to put in perspective I love being someone who can become better I love measuring myself I love every part about becoming um, what I I term as elite acting elite you know people say are you successful to people I, I love the term I, I, I look at the term am I acting successfully instead of are you successful and you know when you're acting successfully the, the, the end result doesn't matter it's, it's, a, it's a part of are you acting successfully I love acting better I love finding ways of making myself a better human growing and I've done so much work in this over the last 567 years and I just know when you're in that flow of just joy Right when when you just when you're just killing life when you're doing all the things that you know make you better, and you become this you just become a a a power human. Everyone knows how how that feels when they're just in the mindset and you're just smart. You you you're fast. You're happy. You're funny. You you've got patience. You're just in love. You've got all these different things going on around you. That's that's the life I am um, I I love and I find new ways of measuring it so I can keep in that space or try to get to that space constantly that's that's where i i strive to be um knowledge in that area is massive and daily routines how i feed my body how i've learned to adjust certain things how i train how i the people i surround myself with they're all they're all aspects of what is the the i suppose the pursuit of happiness really It's when I'm acting well, I can lead well, I can just do all those things I enjoy doing, do them to the best, the the best, the best uh, I can and and help as many people around me as I I possibly can. Um, Obviously, at some stage last year, I fell off that horse and I was kind of aware of it during this period and it became more and more apparent as, as last year, 2019, went on especially in the second half and especially towards the end of it. I just lost. I knew I wasn't doing my little one percenters. I knew I wasn't having my cold shower at 4.30 in the morning. I I knew I wasn't up at 4.30 in the morning. I was making excuses about that. I like having my power hours in, in, in that first couple of hours of the day. I was finding more excuses for that. I was arriving at my desk in the morning and checking Facebook and checking Instagram and checking LinkedIn and checking TikTok and all these different things and towards the end of the day I was getting tired so I was drinking more coffees I was having more stimulants I was drinking I was uh, I'm not saying this is a negative thing what this piece is it's not good for me and I was living uh, what I deem against myself this is a purely not judgment against anyone in the world this is purely against me and that's what this whole thing is about I was living a very mediocre life. I was excuse driven. I was taking my eye off the ball. I just wasn't using what I've been given to, to help anywhere near as anywhere near as powerfully, those around me. And I can always hide things. Um, I can always hide them and not, Make it look like there's any issue, and because I'm so good at that, I'm fairly, fairly uncomfortable now talking about it. Because I'm so good at that, it just becomes more of a habit. And again, I'm spiraling down this. Something's wrong. I'm spiraling down this, uh, this hole. So that's what I was aware of at the time. Look at me. I'm bloody nervous and touching stuff now. So that's what I was aware of at the time. I just didn't know what to do about it. I didn't think there was anything I could do. I didn't think, all these many things, all I knew is I knew how to live, for me, an elite life, and I wasn't doing it, and I wanted to, and I wasn't doing all the things that allowed my body to, and my mind, to be powerful enough to live at this level, and I was, I was getting really frustrated, and that just sent me further and further down the hole. Um, and it got to a point where then November, December came. Obviously, you guys know that I had a lot of events, and there was a lot of hanging out, and there was a lot of um, there was a lot of just things that took my uh, took me further away from where I want to be, from where my, from where I like my norm to be. Um, drinking, hanging out with new people, late nights, early mornings, just wore me down. Completely wore me down. Stresses from here there all these different places and because I was my digestion I was putting into my body not the right stuff my body couldn't handle it my mind couldn't handle what I was going through and I kind of knew it at the time but you just oh Luke come on just pick it up just keep keep going keep going whatever just just dig in um that was a mistake it turned out and got to a point where just after Christmas so we've Obviously split up office wise and and normality um, around about the 20th, 21st, whatever it was. Then I host Christmas and we've got this year was a smaller one. It was like 36 people for Christmas. And that's another couple of big days. My birthday, big day and new year. All this, all this knock on, knock on, knock on. I was at, I was at empty level and I've never been even close to being as low mentally as I was just after Christmas, I reckon. I think it was, and I was so short, and I, I, I was short leading up to it, but um, got to a point where I just sort of stopped and reached out to my wife, Court, and just told her, I said, well, this isn't a joke, this is this is, this is something serious going on here, I don't know what it is, but I am cactus, um, we need to do something, and we looked at, I, I spoke with a very close friend of mine, and he had just been on a retreat to Bali, um, on his own, he's got a wife and a pregnant wife and, and kid and he'd just been on a retreat to Bali similar sort of similar sort of thing he was just burned out um, I would never considered it a week away from the family a week doing all this crazy stuff in Bali and healing and meditation I'd never considered it um, later that day I had the had a bit of a breakdown with with court and I said look went on a uh, went on a retreat and that caused a bit more angst, but then over 24 hours of just, I suppose, processing, we decided, okay, well, we're not gonna just go, I'm not gonna go and get a massage or anything like this. This, have gotta give this the, the, the respect it deserves. We ended up um, booking a holiday to Bali. Bali is our paradise, Bali is where we got married and where, where I find myself able to relax and just have family time. Um, but I still needed more than that I didn't know I didn't know what I was going for that, that was the thing this, this was literally flying blind we l- had the idea three days later we're in Bali and um, it's around a full moon um, in, in Bali and in, um, Hindu full moons are celebrated um, religious time and d- look, we got to Bali and it was immediately great because Zen zone out massages eat nice food, um, not drink, not have coffee, just completely trying to get get myself back. Spend mindful time with faith that took about a day or so. And I spent loads of time with faith, but my faith in my daughter. Different when I'm totally and I'd like to tell myself I'm totally about her, but I'm not. It turns out and that I was aware. It was another thing I was making excuses for. Anyway, we get there. Unreal unreal and we booked me into a a, a retreat and it was called it's called five elements it's not about them it's not a sponsored piece or anything but there was a um, a full moon uh, it was Thursday the 9th of January so happens that the businesses are fairly quiet at this point let's do it let's go and lock that uh, it's gone put me away in the hills of Ubud for a day it was, it was beautiful it was a delight um for a couple of days let's put my trust in courtney to put me a healing package together and at this point i'm such a cynic i'm such a cynic what is all this about i've never cared about these different things and i'll I'll, i've got the um i've got the picture of my my healing (laughs) my my healing timetable anyway i've rocked up at this place in um Take a step back, the yogis, I I learned, describe life as uh, the three levels of the mind, three main levels of the mind, as instinctive, intellectual, and intuitional. And they, they, I'm not saying this is right or wrong, I'm not saying I I, I know much about this, but the instinctive stuff is, I'm gonna use the analogy of, of a chocolate bar it's two o'clock in the afternoon. You you're, you're getting down. You're tired. Oh, I need to get a I, I fancy a chocolate bar. You're gonna have a chocolate bar. You're up for about three minutes and then you go down again. You know it's the wrong thing, but instinctively you just go to whatever ticks the easy box. You you think of a cigarette. You go and have a cigarette. You whatever that might be. You just just do it. You act at a very mediocre level. There's no real thought process going. On. Something else is ruling your mind. You're not aware, you're not remembering you're in control of anything. Um, a fire rises, you put the fire out. Someone else calls, you, you take the call, you do this. A- everything's dragging you from place to place and you're just, you're almost like just putting out fires in your life, in your work, in everywhere around you, just completely all the time. That's, that's instinctive stuff they, they, they call. The intellectual stuff is when you can say, okay, well, I'm a bit down, I want a chocolate bar, but I know chocolate bars are bad for me. I know sugar is the, the drug that will potentially be the, the worst drug of all human time. Um, should I have that chocolate bar or should I do the right thing and go and have some tuna and rice or go and get a chicken sushi or should I go and do something different to try and boost me up? Should I, have a, should I hydrate, should I have a liter of water and then make a decision? That's sort of more an intellectual way of of looking at things um, putting reasoning behind and then they've got the intuitional the intuitional piece is i don't need to eat the chocolate bar i am i know full well that my body can go without this and without food and i know the benefit of not giving my my body food and water on uh, fasting intermittent fasting if you haven't looked into this look into it thoroughly Um, the benefits on cognition the benefits on on life on cancer on all these different ailments fasting is definitely unequivocally beneficial so i don't need this chocolate bar so i can rise above intuition is just following that thing that you're not sure on the answer but you kind of want to explore it and you you're just not quite sure where the path is leading but you're going that way in hope and in anticipation of it being the right the right thing I'll go more into that shortly Um, I put my faith in somebody here and ended up at this retreat first thing I did was uh, go in check-in I took my journal that was so important Um, I had a massage immediately just to try and get me into this zone trying to stop me becoming being so much of a cynic with everything so now I've had a massage now I'm relaxed and now I'm walking around and I've just made up my mind that I'm gonna really go into this for two days I've taken two days away from my wife and my daughter on a on what many people would see as a holiday so I need to now use this time I'm sad I don't want to be there honestly I just had no care I just didn't want to be there I wanted to be with those guys by the pool doing holiday stuff um, but then I made the decision and committed to myself that I was going to use this time wisely. That was my commitment to faith, my my daughter. Um, so I strolled around barefoot, bananas. I, I'm just overcoming this injury, and I'm meant to be wearing very supported shoes or le- big lace-up shoes. And I just wanted to be barefoot for some reason while I was there. It was really weird. Um, did a lot of journaling, read my journal went skimmed over it for the last six months, found out all these different, what I term, um, I was just ticking the boxes. I was just, I wasn't going deep in my journaling, my, my gratitude, my, all these different things that I like to preach that I preach on the outside and tell everybody, but I hadn't been doing them. That's, that's the, that's the key here. I've been telling people I'm still living this elite standard. And I don't think I I, I haven't that. Why am I doing that? I don't know. I suppose it comes down to. Found out that it came down to ego. So walked around for a few hours. That night was the full moon. Um, Done a lot of journaling, a lot of meditation, a lot of uh, breathing exercises. Wim Hof Method breathing exercises. And I rocked up now to this fire ceremony. What's a fire ceremony? Um, a fire ceremony they have every month over there, and again, don't, don't quote me, don't break this down. I, I don't know uh, the ins and outs of what I'm talking about here, but from what I gather, from what I've learned, is a fire ceremony allows you to take all the the feeling and emotion that you've had in the month previous, and uh, commit it to fire and commit it to the atmosphere. So if something was, I'm eating that chocolate bar, I've got to stop eating chocolate. I'm going to commit to the fire, I'm going to write it down on a piece of paper, I'm going to put it in the fire, I'm going to burn it, I'm not going to eat chocolate for a month, or I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that, I'm not going to smoke cigarettes. cigarette, I'm just going to get rid of this negative emotion that's clouding my mind. Um, so I didn't write anything down, because again, cynic, ego, consistently, and we're doing all this chanting, and and, and it's going around, there's about 60 people, but around this beautiful stone um temple it's not it's not a temple it's an open end it's almost like a marquee stone roof stone floor with a fire pit in the middle (coughs) and just trying to get myself engaged as much as possible but i'm still looking around took me a while just to really focus in on what's going on here and when i when i finally did finally became more present i'm looking at the fire i'm mesmerized by fire um and i'm thinking more deeply about what I've been doing what I've been doing wrong what I've been doing right what of why am I here what what am I going to get from it and I'm thinking of these different areas of um, improve in my life and with their cues the cues of the the, the priests the the Balinese um, priests, There was six of them on the inner circle and then everyone else is sat around and we sat in these little cushions and we're sat in a yogi position and I'm killing already I'm so uncomfortable um, but at the same time, I'm just entering this moment of flow in my mind, looking at the fire, mesmerized, and, and just thinking, okay, well, what, what are these things? What, what do I wanna get rid of? And I wanna get rid of um, this, th- there's a couple of things. One is a mediocre lifestyle for myself, making excuses. Um, mediocre meaning I'm not doing the things I know can make me better. Why the hell am I not doing these things? What the hell am I letting, other thoughts take control of me why why do I need uppers downers excuses not doing this not doing that and still trying to live this life of telling people that I am doing it when it's when it's fake when it's all fugazi Um, so this mediocrity I need to remove this distraction has become an epidemic in my in my mindset, I'm completely addicted to distraction, and I've allowed that, and it's crept in again, um, and I don't understand why, I've let it, but notifications, you see this, that, and the other, I'm just like a, I feel like a, a, a big mouse just going to the different cheeses every time something pops up or does something, and I'm not doing the work that I should be doing. Sure, from the outside it looks looks all fine and rosy, but. I, I, I see myself as being able to do some really good work, some really world-class work, some really elite stuff, and I'm not doing it because I'm just too distracted. I'm not focusing. I'm not getting my—I used to have it in my power hours in the morning, which I've allowed to just dissipate. I'm not focusing on that world-class needle mover stuff that can change the game—not just for me, but for every every single person around me. That's 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 where I get my vitality from on a work stage but it's the same same personally I'm not focusing on that needle mover father-son time or being a great husband time I'm just not so distraction has been a big piece I need to get rid of that and then there was a really cool thing in this Aggie Hotra, which is a fire ceremony Um we had we were all given baby coconuts at, at this time far out at this time we had about 60 people around us and then a group of tourists came in and there was about 10 or 12 or 15 or whatever it was, and they all arrived. I'm looking around again with ego, with emotion, just looking, why are you late? Why, what are you doing? I looked at the priests, how they handled it, and it was just a complete open arms scenario. Come, 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 everything stopped. And all the different pieces along that, along that little way, everything we'd done, you know, we got the, the red mark, Um, on the on the the chakra spot we got a a band showing that we'd been at this fire ceremony and there's me thinking what what are you doing to my there's me thinking what are you guys doing to my thing here why why are you it's all about me and for the priests it was all it was all about them just come on in everyone's everyone's open arms everyone's open so to put that in context, then, then they gave us all these little coconuts, baby coconuts, and you had to go away and break them and feed the water to the or the coconut water to the to the land and they bring the coconuts back in. And you had to throw the coconuts into the fire. Previously, we were throwing seeds and lentils and flowers into this fire as, as a as a gift, as a way of taking out taking out all the all the stories and emotion from your mind. Now we've got these coconuts and it was, it was great. We've got 70 plus people now all with broken coconuts and the priest was saying, okay, well, you guys over there are gonna throw them in first. You guys over there are gonna be two, three, four, five. So we had this, had this thing. And then they said, picture this coconut as now your ego that you have just broken and you are going to throw it away and you're gonna eliminate it. Oh my God. So that was the third thing instantly got my attention. That broke my ego and we threw the ego into the fire and disappeared. So now the ego, you have to think is is now the three things are um, mediocrity it is distraction and ego when when I look down to my weaknesses all my weaknesses over this last however long can be put to one of those three things the excuses the 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 crappy lifestyle the impatientness it's all a mediocre mediocre lifestyle I'm not blaming distraction but distraction is a part of the, the, the whole process again and, and it's all over overwhelmingly brought together by ego so now I'm just in now there's more people coming up to the fire and mentally I'm, I'm welcoming them okay Luke you've got to do something you've got to make change here. You welcome people in and not always have all the answers it's not about you it's not about me it's It's just this, I don't know, this just this ride we're going on. So that was really quite unbelievable. And then more and more people came and it just got to a point where it it was chanting, there was songs, there was singing, there was bouncing. It was just the most incredible, incredible experience. And I had no knowledge of what it was about. And I loved it. It was great fun. And I took out of it. I went for dinner in the restaurant on my own purposely didn't speak to anybody. I just wanted my own healing time and I'm there thinking, okay, well I've got three things out of this. Those three things are ego, mediocrity, and distraction. So what I'm actually gonna do <laughs> is I'm gonna get you to do do me up a nice little header or a nice little design. Mm. Completely remove this, remove this, remove this. Ego, mediocrity, distraction. I'm gonna have it as my screensaver makes it makes a little difference I've, I've already removed all notifications on my on my phone that made a massive difference when I'm ready I'll go into my text messages when I'm ready I'll go into my emails I don't have the number you know a little red number in the corner of your email icon that says 56 f- Facebook notifications messages come come through there in one top corner and all these different no- I look at my screen I'm like, 900 different things happening now I just look at my screen And when I'm ready, I've I've taken, this is the first step, I've taken my power back, taken my power back from distraction, from from my mobile device, from my screen. When I'm ready, I'm gonna go into LinkedIn or Facebook or messages or missed calls and when it's on my, sure, it's not always gonna be that black and white in terms of calls and messages and emails, but right now I've taken my power back and I'm gonna see how how that fits, how that suits. And it's great immediately a lot less mental, mental pressure. Anyway, back in. I want to have that as my screen savers. I want to be reminded, I I need to be reminded these three things are the poison that has created this hole in my mental health over the last period of time. So that's my fire ceremony story. I I go back and I journal all about it. I have a swim. I speak with Courtney. She sends me a couple of messages. Faith saying goodnight and it's just magic. The following morning I get up and I do a yoga session. I, I get up in that journal. I walk around the, the grounds. I have my tea. I do a yoga session. And that was the first chance I had to remove ego. It's, yoga is the prime example. And I'm the, such a competitive person. I, I don't do yoga. I'm not a yoga practitioner, but I want to be able to do all these cool moves. And I want everybody around me to know I can do them. And I want mirrors so I can see that I can do them. And it's just, just stupid. <laughs> so that was my first reminder. Okay, well, this is a perfect opportunity for me to remove ego and take a step back and not make it about me. And that was cool. That was literally the first time I had to, to put it in practice. And I still, I was still about me, but I tried to take a step back. It's a slow process. Um, I go and have breakfast, and now. On the second day, I had um, a chakra balancing session. I had a water blessing and I had some Ananda meditation lined up. And I freaking, I wasn't looking forward to this. I didn't, I didn't know. I had no real care. I didn't, I was just a cynic. So I went into this chakra balancing and I said to the guy, what am I doing here? And he said, don't worry. I will tell you as, as the time goes on. Okay, no problem. He was a lovely guy. I went and had a foot bath, or had the tea and the incense and all that, and then I came back in. And, um, and I'm not saying this. I'm not preaching. This is the only way to become better with with anything. But at at that particular time, I'm I've made a commitment to my daughter that I want to change, and I'm putting my putting my uh, attention in, wholly into this he starts going through my my seven chakras and again i don't know too much about this some of them were good some of them after he went through some intense movements and motions and I'm on a big massage table and he's manipulating me and um, doing his thing and he, he he came he came back halfway through and said look let's have a discussion now um, you have some certain areas of your of your body that are that are uh blocked okay again still still cynical um the spirituality and the communication chakra they, they were all, they were all looked okay um the, the the brain and the the clarity was 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 blocked nothing too too major it was the cause of it was caused from something else um, then he waved, I can't remember the name of the um, the genital chakra. It's no secret. Court and I have had difficulties getting pregnant for many years. We were blessed with faith, and now we've had difficulties try, trying to conceive another child, miscarriages, etc. Um, court's always taken it personally, as a lot of women do. Um, I don't have any issues with... Um, or, the typical stuff so it's again ego is i'm okay but i'm trying to be there for quite I, i've said it so many times that it is about the, the pair is this there could be the smallest thing in the world that is wrong with me her there could be nothing wrong with me nothing wrong with her but together you just don't don't bind you you, you don't get it that's what sort of where we're at or there might be some things wrong with with her something's wrong with me and you still don't bind whatever it is that's however you choose to live life it's if it's an issue it's an issue and you take it personally and you take it to your ego he he said my uh, genital chakra was blocked and it's not an issue he went on to saying and he this guy doesn't know me from a bar of soap. he doesn't know our story He doesn't know whether I've got a kid or whether we've had issues or anything like that. So that immediately sparked my my interest here. And he said it comes down to your heart, your love chakra. You don't your love for yourself is empty. And. You don't have anything to give to the world. You don't have anything to put out there to your, to your family, to your friends because you just ran yourself into a period where you don't love yourself. So then you're thinking, shit, this guy's right. You know, I've, I've, I know the way I look at my life, I look at it on on a personal as in me and then a family as in my immediate family and then business standpoint and I've always preached that and I know when I'm firing personally I know when I'm eating well when I'm taking on all information when I'm training hard when I'm doing these things for me I know I'm more patient I know I'm a better father and husband and friend and leader and then when there were then these first two are in place and the business just just flows because I can affect things I can make people around me better and everyone just gets on the same page and and pushes I've known my personal stuff was empty for a while, but I'm still trying to play the game with the people around me that it's full, that I've got all this love to give, and I didn't. Like, I've got love, I'm, I'm, I'm always that, but I didn't have genuine, I didn't have that genuine pot full of personal happiness that I could push from. And that's, that's blocking all these other chakras. All of a sudden, this guy is so right, and again, I'm not preaching this chakra balancing is the saviour of the world or anything like that. It was just what I needed at that time. It was just one metaphor of me learning and elite. It was absolutely fabulous way of kicking, me, kicking my ass to, to remember that that's, that's what I'm missing. Funnily enough, the night before in my journaling, I wrote, I'm, I, I literally wrote, and I'm gonna put a screenshot in this YouTube vid. Um, I had an argument with Courtney before I left for this retreat, and I'm totally uncomfortable that I am at this retreat, I don't wanna be here. I can't remember the exact wording now, but it felt like I was being selfish. So that's where my mind immediately went to, As soon as, as soon as I realized that the love for myself was blocked. And that's how I feel I just always try I've I've sort of got this mindset of always wanting to help others and I haven't been helping myself if I'd help myself I can help the others on ten times the level Um, that's that was that was big that was big it was like again that airplane warning that if the oxygen mask come down put you put your own oxygen mask on before you help your child All these different things I know are right. It just it was it was so smart, so true. Uh, And then he went on to say something along the lines of uh, my daughter needs me. My my family need me. And I just broke down. I just broke down into emotional disaster. I've never cried openly in front of uh, in front of a guy who I didn't know. Just uncontrollably. And it was a brilliant, a beautiful learning curve. So. That was my chakra balancing, holy cow. I'm emotionally broken. My next, I, I, I leave this place and I walk out this little hut and there's this bird that just flies past me and there's a butterfly that follows and all these different things, and I'm just like, Whoa. I'm in space right now. Uh, I went for a water blessing. I rocked up to the water blessing. What is a water blessing? I had no no clue. Um, it was the top priest from the night before who made some holy water or blessed water to make the water holy and I'm just in a complete mental I don't even know the word for it I was overwhelmed mental overwhelm and he asked me how I was and I said I was overwhelmed and I'm present and I'm here and I'm healing and we went through this water blessing it was a short short blessing and that was actually when I Toby has already noticed I'm wearing some new jewellery and it's not a thing I'm not going to become a uh you know whatever it might be but i um at the fire ceremony which it, you you get this little piece of string wrapped around and i'm going to keep that on for the whole of, of this moon the just to remind me while i'm while i'm still healing while i'm now back in normality just to remind me what uh, an impact that particular night had on me and then i got another one during the water blessing so there's a couple of religious pieces there i'm not religious i don't um preach one way or the other but there's just a couple of little pieces on on my on my wrist that will remind me for this for this moon that of what I learned and of what I'm trying to eliminate and what I'm trying to gain Um, so I received my second my second band and went back for a bite to eat some vegan meal which was delicious uh, and back to journal some more and sit in the sun and sit in nature and walk around and then i had my final piece that was in my uh in my time frame of the weekend or the couple of days was ananda ananda meditation and i was in my mind still still cynical i'm thinking to myself okay well i'm knackered i'm emotionally beat i'm just going to rock up to this place I'm going to lie down, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to probably sleep for an hour and a half. And that's what I need. I'm just, I'm just exhausted. Uh, And I rock up and we start talking immediately about quantum physics and and the story of life and how how pure stillness and consciousness went around this curve through the effect of cosmic energy, through the mind, and then into the five, the five... Do you remember the five, what's it called? The five something of life is it goes gaseous, elements. five elements. Yes. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me, five the five states, the five elements, whatever it is, there's a or gaseous and liquid and solid, and it becomes solid matter. Yes. And how, how, what is it, quantum, quant, is it quantum physics? Was it, is that what I said earlier? Yeah. Quant, so the theory of quantum physics, relativity, all that. Is that, is that right? Am I being a bonehead? A yeah, little, little, little bit of a bonehead. <laughs> we didn't study physics, so was So anyway, so here's me, I'm knackered, and I'm all of a sudden being, I felt like I was in a uni class with none other than Dal Sim from Street Fighter Two. He was just this tall guy with these long limbs that he could just just wrap around his shot. Unbelievably, unbelievable dexterity, and just so smart and calming and going through all this and I'm trying open mind, open mind, open mind. I'm just exhausted. And then they go through, he goes through that all the, um, the, the the flow of, of, of life and where mind sits over matter and literally mind over, over matter. It's in the chain before your mind does things on a, on a level before it becomes liquid or gas or or anything like that. The, the mind affects the world in A way a lot different to matter and it's just that reminding me this is what i took out of it is that the mind has the access to do things that my body doesn't want to do and the whole mind over matter thing if there's a if there's a car sat there i can't pick a car up but if there's a car sat on top of faith you 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 think you can pick the car up and who knows where the hell you're going to go you're going to just pick that car up and throw it down the street so it's putting a bit of i've been completely broken down this weekend or this, this two days and I've got all my emotion out and then we're working on what I need to remove, what I need to build up, what I need to do and now at the end of it I'm being given this high level framework and it just gives answers to it and again the he was going through the yogis break the mindset down into three areas. The, the lowest level is instinct, putting out fires, putting out exactly what's in front of you, doing the easy thing, taking that, The simple way, doing what you're used to doing, not really putting thought behind it, just doing. Then the intellectual manner. Okay, well, I know I shouldn't be doing that. I know I should be making changes, but I wanna do this, but I know it's bad, but I wanna do that, and I know that's good, so I'm gonna try and swing the energy over here. And then there's the intuitional part that this gentleman Taught me about and I immediately told him look a week ago I didn't know I was in a hole I was in a mental hole and I didn't know what to do all I knew is I needed to speak with somebody Uh, I spoke with a friend I spoke with um, with court the idea was to go to Bali the idea was to find a retreat the idea was to do things that I am just not comfortable in doing I didn't know what the answer was I wasn't this isn't a story of oh you went to wherever to, to find yourself it's not that I didn't know what I was doing and at the end of this trip at the end of this at the end of this um, retreat I'm being taught about intuitional and that was the intuition that I had I needed to speak with somebody I needed to do something I didn't know what it was and I didn't know, I didn't know the answers that I was looking for but in this two days away I found every answer that I needed to find I found it about myself i found it about the people around me and i found it about moving forward and then i was given this beautiful framework around and that was acting intuitionally didn't know the end goal didn't know the reasoning behind it i didn't know what it was i didn't i didn't know but it turns out i did it so that brought the whole thing back around and I, re- I remember just walking out of there, gave him, the, I gave Dal Sim this huge hug. He wasn't quite expecting it. I, I just had a lot of love to give. Jumped on top of him, and just gave, gave him a hug, and he made this made this sound. Oh, he was, like, surprise, he's, he's very meditative, calm, calming influence, and he's bendy and long. And and there's there's me just jump on him like a gorilla and gave him a huge hug. Um, walked out of there just thinking I am just amazed at the people around me and, and what's possible mental health is, is a huge thing right now and it's can't be measured it can't be it can't really be treated in many cases because effects on the mind are, 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 are in a place where they've never been before, the, the changes in technology the changes in distraction, the changes in what you have access to in the last ten years have been more than the, the previous thousand. Still looking at um, studies from the sixties, seventies, eighties, and in some cases they're relevant. But this is a difficult time for mental mental health, and I, I the reason I, I want to, I'm very open, I'm very honest about um, emotion when I'm when I'm when I'm zeroed in on it. <laughs> and a very comfortable talking about it. I went through a, a hell of a time and I didn't know it was a difficulty. So I like to bring difficulties out to the to the forefront and remove ego and say I wasn't OK. Because who knows where that goes. Someone might watch this or listen to this and think OK. Well I'm not OK. I need to reach out to somebody and that's and that's the gold I needed to, and a lot of people see me as a big—I mean—person who doesn't have anything wrong. I'm always smiling, or whatever else. Inside, I was killing, I was dying, and it's just nice to be able to, to speak openly about this. And hopefully, it can influence one person out there to make their own change. Because holy God, I feel just inc- incredible, incredible now. I went back and spent time with Court and Faith and now I've come back to the people around me and it's it's nice. The one the one final piece is getting back into normality. You see the same cues as you see the same little mistakes. You see the chocolate bar sat on the on the countertop and in the last six months I would have taken it. I would have taken it and, and eaten it without anyone else looking. Overcoming those cues once you are made aware, that's this that's the journey I'm on now. That's the I I have to live the life I know I can live on my own when nobody's looking work like many are watching take the ego out. I've I've been on the most incredible ride. And if it can, if this thing can help someone else go through a ride or someone else increase their lifestyle or help a friend or, or do something, it's so worth, so worth the time ego mediocrity and distraction, uh, my three pieces that I will be removing and I will be trying hard every day to remove and leave, leave behind. So this is. Wasn't really meant as a, as a story, I just wanted to almost take it out of my mind and and put it into the into the open. I don't know what's going to happen with it. If you guys have any questions, if anyone has any questions reach out but I feel joyous and that pursuit of happiness seems a lot closer.